It was the summer of 1943, two years into the United States' involvement in World War II, and a bloody sea battle was raging between American destroyers and the famed U-boat submarine of the Nazis. Meanwhile, in a Navy shipyard in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the military was conducting experimental tests with new technology aimed at making the ships invisible to radar. Is it possible that in the process they accidentally discovered the technology of teleportation? Of course, the U.S. Navy has denied any of this, so naturally, we needed to see what all the commotion was about. So let's dive in. I'm your host, Michael, and this is Strange and Unexplained. Allegedly in the fall of 43, a U.S. Navy destroyer, which was newly commissioned and equipped with several large generators and top-secret technology, might I add, was rumored to be able to manipulate electromagnetic fields. If so, it could make the ship invisible to the naked eye. The ship in question was known as the USS Eldridge and was believed to have teleported from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to Norfolk, Virginia in an incident known as the Philadelphia Experiment. Of course, now the U.S. military denies that this test was ever conducted and that all of this is an elaborate urban myth. But they would say that, right? So did the U.S. Navy accidentally discover teleportation while it was trying to discover a way to make ships invisible? I feel like that is highly unlikely, but let's break this down anyways. Now the following is a very boring and elaborate description of the USS's Eldridge activities that are summarized from the ship's war diary. And it is as follows, quote, After commissioning, Eldridge remained in New York and in Long Island Sound until September 16th when it sailed to Bermuda. On September 18th, the ship was in the vicinity of Bermuda undergoing training and sea trials until October 15th, when Eldridge left in a convoy for New York arriving on October 18th. It remained in New York Harbor until November 1st when it was part of an escort convoy. On November 2nd, the convoy entered Naval Operating Base Norfolk. On November 3rd, Eldridge and convoy left for Casablanca, where they arrived on November 22nd. On November 29th, Eldridge left one of the escorts for convoy again and arrived with the convoy on December 17th at New York Harbor. Eldridge remained in New York on availability training and in Block Island Sound until December 31st, when it steamed to Norfolk with four other ships. Now, during this time frame, Eldridge was never in Philadelphia." End quote. So basically all that boils down to the fact that the Navy claims the ship was never in Philadelphia at all. So it's, you know, right off the bat, they're, they're kind of putting a lot of doubt on the Philadelphia experiment. But allegedly the crew of the civilian merchant ship SS Andrew Ferrucet observed the arrival via teleportation of the Eldridge into the Norfolk area. It was only there for several minutes before disappearing again and reappearing moments later in Philadelphia, but with horrific consequences. The experiment was said to have been conducted with the full crew on board, but when the ship reappeared in Philadelphia, the crew had taken the brunt of the experiment. Many of the men became severely ill, some were missing body parts, and a few were even fused into the metal hull of the ship still alive, screaming in agony. Seems a pretty extreme story to just sweep under the rug. And many have claimed that the Navy brainwashed and threatened the remaining crew in order to keep it that way. Because the only people who have come forward to say this did happen were not crew members of the Eldridge, all of which denied the events 
ever happened. Okay, so now let's meet the man behind the myth, Carl M. Allen, who went by the pseudonym Carlos Miguel Allende. In 1956, Allende sent a series of letters to Morris K. Jessup, author of the book The Case for the UFO, in which he argued that unidentified flying objects merit further study. Someone at the time who was considered to have radical beliefs, but we see how that aged. Jessup apparently included text about unified field theory because this is what Allende latched onto for his correspondences. In the 1950s, unified field theory, which has never been proven, attempted to merge Albert Einstein's general theory of relativity with electromagnetism. In fact, Allende claimed to have been taught by Einstein himself and could prove the unified field theory. Of course, still to this day, it has never officially been proven. Allende claims to have seen the Eldridge disappear from Philadelphia that day, and he further insisted that the United States military is trying to cover it up. Jessup was then contacted by the Office of Naval Research, which had received a package containing Jessup's book with annotations, claiming that the extraterrestrial technology allowed the U.S. government to make breakthroughs in the unified field theory. The notes and pages were designed to look like they were written by three different authors, and one supposed extraterrestrial. Yeah, you heard that right. Jessup ended up taking his own life, though, in 1959. Many believe it was because of his obsession with Allende's claims that drove him mad. But his close family and friends said that he had battled with depression and suicidal thoughts for years. It wasn't until 1980 that proof of Allende's forgery was made available. And for reasons still unknown to us, two naval research officers had 127 copies of the text printed and privately distributed by the military contractor Barrow Manufacturing, giving wings to Allende's story long after Jessup's death. According to Edward Dudgeon, who served in the U.S. Navy aboard the USS Engstrom, which was dry docked in the Philadelphia Naval Yard with the Eldridge, they did have classified devices on board. But they were neither invisibility cloaks nor teleportation devices, but instead giant electric cables wrapped around the ship. These cables scrambled the ship's magnetic signatures, which provided protection from magnetic torpedoes aboard U-boats. The process is known as degaussing. When a system of electrical cables is installed around the circumference of the ship's hull, running from bow to stern on both sides. A measured electrical current is passed through these cables to cancel out the ship's magnetic field. Degaussing equipment was installed in the hull of Navy ships and could be turned on whenever the ship was in waters that might contain magnetic mines, usually shallow waters in combat areas. It could be said that degaussing, correctly done, makes a ship, quote, invisible to the sensors of magnetic mines, but the ship itself remains visible to the human eye, radar, and underwater listening devices. But there were also reports of a, quote, green glow witnessed the day of the experiment around the ship, just before it vanished. This, however, could be somewhat easily explained by an electric storm, or St. Elmo's fire, a weather phenomenon in which plasma is created in a strong electrical field, giving off a bright glow, almost like fire. The archives has a letter from Lieutenant Junior Grade William S. Dodge and master of the Furuseth in 1943, which he admittedly denied that he or his crew observed any unusual event while in Norfolk, claiming Eldridge and the Furuseth were not even in Norfolk at the same time. 
The Office of Naval Research has stated that the use of force fields to make a ship and her crew invisible does not conform to known physical laws. You know, because of that whole unified field theory not being proven. And the Navy also claims that Dr. Albert Einstein and the Navy also claims that Dr. Albert Einstein's unified field theory was never completed. During 1943-44, Einstein was a part-time consultant with the Navy's Bureau of Ordnance, undertaking theoretical research on explosives and explosions. There is no indication that Einstein was involved in research relevant to invisibility or teleportation. The official report's final conclusion was that after many years of searching, the staff of the archives and independent researchers have not located any official documents that support the assertion that an invisibility or teleportation experiment involving a Navy ship occurred at Philadelphia or any other location. Records in the archives branch of the Naval History and Heritage Command have been repeatedly searched, but no documents have been located which confirm the event or any interest by the Navy in attempting such an achievement. Again, that's all official Navy documentation. Now a little note, something to consider. Inland canals connected Norfolk to Philadelphia, allowing a ship to travel between the two in just a few hours. The USS Eldridge was transferred to Greece in 1951 and sold for scrap during the 1990s. But Allende's hoax still lives on and probably will forever. There it is, guys. Uh, our episode on the Philadelphia Experiment. The very real, definitely happened Philadelphia Experiment. <laughs> My wife Kristen is with me <laughs> again today um, to totally take the other side of the argument because she doesn't believe in it for some reason. <laughs> Come on. You don't oh. believe in teleportation of a giant ship, people being fused in it. Where do movies get these ideas? <laughs> right? I don't know. Where do writers get their ideas? Right? Um, no, it, it's it's just hard for me to believe that we accidentally discovered teleportation. Yeah, accidentally. That's a little hard. But <laughs> we both believe in aliens. Yes. Okay. We believe in extraterrestrials. Do you believe? If you believe in aliens, therefore, by by extension, you must believe in alien technology. Yes. Obviously. I mean, they and, got here somehow, okay. right? <laughs> Do you think that we are the most advanced species in the oh, universe? Oh, no, absolutely not. So another species could have helped us <laughs> with accidental teleportation like how though right I, I don't know i mean but here's the thing right um this manuscript mm -hmm. um that oh my god his jessup name, and Je yes alan. jessup uh and or alan Linde. yeah alinde created this manuscript or whatever mm -hmm. like fake or not still the military made copies of it yeah. a lot yeah. of copies I don't and, wonder if that was just like some guy's like version of a practical joke. Uh, you know? I don't know. I, like, I don't feel like the government is very joking. Or, like they're not much into like wasting resources for a joke. But it was like two specific officers. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like a, an office of the military or something. Uh -huh. It was just like 
specific people. So either they thought it was a funny joke or maybe they did think that stuff was going on and they thought that this was a way to like out somebody. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you don't think that it was in any way, shape or form them believing in it. They just, I mean, maybe, maybe they did, but that doesn't, I don't know how that credits the story. Just because they were in the Navy. It's like, if it's, if it's all bullshit and they don't care, then why even go to the extent to make these copies to look into it? Why study it? Why read mm-hmm. it? If you, if you don't, if it, if you can look at it right off the bat. Okay. Now it was written by two people in extraterrestrial, right? So, like, Allegedly. That's the way that Alinde wanted it okay. to seem. How did Alinde portray the fact that it was written by an extraterrestrial? <laughs> <laughs> what did so, he do? He write like some kind of like symbols. Was, it was like the way he wrote it, and yes, they were. The article that I read about it was like he randomly put these capitals in there, and then like there were words and terms like that capital we, letters mixed yes, in words. Big letters. deal. Lots of people do that. Exactly. I'm like, how does that make it extraterrestrial? I just um. As crazy as the story sounds, I don't want to be like, oh, the Navy never did anything like this, you know? Right. I just don't believe that we discovered teleportation by accident. Right. Because the sci- I, like when you look at the science behind how you t- would teleport something versus mm-hmm. how you would make something invisible, right? it's like you wouldn't just accidentally discover one over the other. Well, I mean, <laughs> most things get discovered accidentally, right? Well, yeah. But I mean, you don't you accidentally did, make a souffle by baking, you, you know, a cake or something like that. Like that's not how it works. They're right, two right, totally I got different you. things. But if you did, <laughs> you would go to any extent to cover that shit up. If you literally had, if you literally discovered teleportation, you had people like fused to the ship and whatnot. Yeah. Like, yeah, I would, uh, I would sell that ship as well. But why wait till the '90s to do it? Right, that ship would have been gotten rid of a long time ago, and there would have been evidence. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing. It's like if. If people were fused to the ship and it was this, it was in disarray right. and all this shit. Then how did the ship hang around until the nineties yep. and nobody found and anything? No it's like, yeah. come on, y'all. There would have been something. Exactly. There's There'd no... be like an arm sticking out of the wall mm-hmm. or something somewhere, get, or get even real. marks on the ship. You know? What I'm yeah, saying? where like, they were yeah. removed. Mm-hmm. None of that. Like that's what I'm saying. I just can't believe it because there's absolutely no proof. Right, and if humans came back in disarray, missing parts and white, wouldn't the ship too? The ship would be, you know, how, how come the ship came back perfect? I don't know. This whole, Silly, I honestly huh? think this whole thing came about with the movie. In 1984, there was a movie produced that was called The Philadelphia Experiment. Hmm. And it was about this exact myth. Right. And two men on the ship get, so this happens in 43, right? Right. And then two men on the ship get shot forward into, which would then have been the present 1984. Okay. Okay, and they have to find their way back to 1943. And uh. after that movie came out, like all these people came out of the woodwork, like, oh my God, I remember. I oh, remember. now like, they remember. Those suppressed memories. And I'm just like, yeah, see, none of that shit I can latch on to because I'm like, no, yeah. you're feeding off of someone else's like imagination. Right, and I'm sure that movie made quite the ripple mm-hmm. so yeah i could see how people would want to come out of the woodwork and be yeah. like oh i was a part of that mm-hmm. you know even if you were even if you were just a crew member on that yep. ship or whatever yeah like a janitor right so <laughs> all of a sudden their memories came back and yep. they remembered being teleported in through time through time now these guys mm-hmm. talked about like going even further ahead than what we are right now mm-hmm Further yeah, than 2022, like, right? Like, like 4,000 and something and 6,000 oh and God. something. You would have come I'm back like, as the wisest person ever right? if you went to Not just sitting on your couch and <laughs> watching stupid movies. Right. But 
I can't say that I don't think that the military is also lying. I think that the military did conduct experiments, maybe oh, not necessarily to the degree of, of course. Yeah. But I'm saying, oh, even on the ship, just not necessarily to the degree of teleportation. Right. I think that's after. And I'm like, if we did discover teleportation, whether, you know, this was his first experiment, so we wouldn't really expect it to be a success, right? Very true. So why would you put the whole crew on board? That was stupid in the first place. Yeah. And then if it if it did quote unquote was successful, you know, it did teleport from one location right. to the other. Why would you not put a whole uh, entire unit on this to figure this shit out? Because exactly. it's during the height of the war. Yes. And this would have been you extremely think they had time useful. To like mess with this type of stuff too. <laughs> and also like I would be way more inclined to believe it if it were say, you know, like rats in a box yeah. that they experimented on mm -hmm. right and this box appeared somewhere else and that is what like like you say you wouldn't make your first go at teleportation <laughs> an human entire experiment. naval ship yeah. full no. of people no like i know eventually that would have been the use is that you want to teleport people mm -hmm. but i mean you're not experimenting with people no. right on mm -hmm. hopefully not yeah. yikes <laughs> uh, <laughs> So is there anything that gives you gives you any type of doubt that that, that this could be true? Is that the military says it's not true. That's the only thing that makes me doubt that it does, <laughs> that it is it's not true. <laughs> it's just how much they they really back. Yeah, it. they're so full of shit. I mean, they came out and told us after years and years and years of knowing about aliens that aliens are true. Yeah. And not only came out and told us, but then established a space force. Very true. What the fuck? Yeah, it's not just a show on Netflix. <laughs> no. It's a real so, thing now. Yeah, you can like literally, ooh, I want to join the Space Force when I grow up. Like, that just, it's mind-blowing because, you know, even 30 years ago, anybody who believed in UFOs was somewhat crazy. No doubt. You know? Absolutely. So, so you kind of have to look at these, these people that they're like, oh, Morris Jessup was crazy because his book was on UFOs. It's like, mm, but they were real. Right. But and now you say they're real. And like I say, if there's any way that this could have possibly happened, it had to have involved UFOs, which yes. we do believe in. Yeah. But then I'm like, if it We're gonna did do a UFO involve episode UFOs, like, wouldn't they yeah. have done it correctly? Uh, Possibly. I mean, in 1943. Again, why would you experiment with a huge ship full of people? Maybe though? they had an inkling of alien technology or maybe they had an extraterrestrial mm -hmm. as a captive <laughs> and were torturing him mm -hmm. for information yeah. and he gave them the wrong information on purpose <laughs> and then it fucked up the whole experiment <laughs> you see what i'm saying and then they were like oh my god we got to cover this up but then that again, guy was you're lying still to us. so close that motherfucking right alien. i'm like it's if it's true that is so close to being real teleportation yeah right right why would it not continue to be studied because of the horrible consequences that were rendered that day? Well, yeah. I mean, but that happens in all science experiments. Shit blows up all the time. Like, people die. It's science. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't just cut it at, like, I don't know. He, because human trials fail in medicine, we don't just completely cut that department away from research. Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? That's, They're still experimenting on so, us in the health field. Exactly. <laughs> well, it is called practice. So. That's another conversation entirely. Uh, but, yeah. Um yeah, it's hard to believe. It really is. But <laughs> yeah. like when you, but if you include alien technology, if it was somehow incorporated in this, it's like mm -hmm. that's the only way for me 
yeah. that it could have possibly happened. Like I said, the only thing that makes me think that it may have happened is because the Navy said it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, eh, well, there you go. Right? It probably did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably right. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I seriously doubt Lauren is on the same page uh, with it happening. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's, he's going to doubt this heavily. But let's check in with him and see what he thinks in this week's Lauren's Synopsis. It's time for Lauren. It's time for Lauren's Synopsis. Breaking down the case like... Breaking down the case like cardboard boxes. It's time for Lauren. It's time for Lauren's Synopsis. Breaking down the case like... Breaking down the case like cardboard boxes. It's time for Lauren. It's time for Lauren's synopsis. Breaking down the case like, breaking down the case like cardboard boxes. What's up, people? Lauren here. Here to give my thoughts on this week's Strange and Unexplained. The Philadelphia Experiment. I've been wanting Michael to do this one for a while now. I think I suggested it to him months ago. I'm glad he finally did it. It's intriguing to me. Um, I the more I study it, the more I think that it's it's all malarkey. And uh, you know, one kind of crazy writer made up this story uh, and became popular from it. But at the same time, there's elements of this story that intrigue me because I also think that the government's up to stuff like this. They have all sorts of clandestine operations going on behind the scenes. Uh, I see all kinds of weird stuff because I live near an, an air base. Um, and I think they're constantly doing things like this and pushing the envelope and trying things. And basically the story behind this, as you've already heard on Michael's episode, is that you know in 1943, a U.S. Navy destroyer was... Uh, experimented with by the Navy, and they allegedly, according to one man, made it invisible and made it teleport from Philadelphia to Virginia. Um, it was a ship called the USS Eldridge, and it, uh, when it got to Virginia, some things allegedly were not right, uh, mainly with the people on the ship. Some of them had gone crazy. Some kept be uh, going in and out from invisible to regaining their form. Some were allegedly fused to the ship, and this story came became popular uh, 10 years after the event thanks to a man named Carl Allen or Carlos Allende that he liked to go by as a pseudonym. Um, he wrote a description, a detailed description about this event claiming that he had witnessed it, that he was aboard the SS Andrew uh, Ferruth, uh, another ship uh, in Virginia when the Eldridge arrived in Virginia and he saw all this crazy stuff happen. Um, he then sent a description of this to the U.S. Navy's Office of Naval Research. And th at that point, the public, you know, got the story and threw it out there and everyone went crazy over it. However, Lende was kind of known to write some crazy stuff. Um, and, you know, this is a, a fun, tall tale more than anything, in my opinion. He said that he actually met with Albert Einstein and Albert Einstein had told him about his unified field theory, which is what made this Philadelphia experiment possible. Although there's no actual evidence of them actually meeting. Um, and there's a lot of problems with the theory overall with the Philadelphia experiment. There's no evidence that he ever met with Carlos Allende, um, being Einstein. The USS Eldridge, like most Navy ships, um, especially in war times, had a, a log of everywhere it had been. Um, and especially during this time in October 1943, um, the Navy has been very public about that. The logs are public information. You can still look it up. Um, that being said, of course, they have, you know, there's always another side. It's like, of course, they're going to try and uh, put an end to this theory. They don't want people knowing that they did this if they did. And if it like perhaps harmed a lot of people on the ship. Um, and then there's the man that was in command of the boat at the time, William S. Dodge. 
um, who later said that neither he or anyone on his on his ship or the crew had anything happen. They said nothing strange happened in Norfolk, Virginia. Um, and a man named Edward Dungeon Dudgeon um, had served as an electrician in the Navy uh, during these years and had uh, access to these ships uh, because of his job and said that uh, he at one point was aboard the USS Eldridge and what may have confused some people and you know helped to push this wild theory is that at the time they were installing some pretty cutting edge stuff onto these ships though. They were using a technique called degaussing where they would wrap large cables sapped with high voltage charges around the ship so that it would uh, be invisible to radar and undetectable by U-boats, magnetic torpedoes. So a form of invisibility, I, I guess you could say, um, not in the in, you know eyesight form, but f- as far as radar goes, they were installing this stuff. So it's pretty cutting edge, and it might have helped to push the theory uh, that there were some crazy experiments going on with these ships. Um, I tend to think that's the theory behind of a lot of the UFO sightings is possibly some cutting edge jets and planes that we have not witnessed yet, maybe even other forms of flying aircrafts similar to what we would deem a UFO um, being experimented with by the uh, U.S. military. I think that's all possible. Um, as for this this tale, I think it was uh, a guy who liked attention, who was into uh, writing crazy things and, and willing to, to fib to get his name out there. Uh, and so I think that's more likely than anything with this. However, it's it's a fun one to study. Um, and I, I don't completely rule this one out that something crazy happened with that ship because it does seem as though it was seen by some people in, all, in Philadelphia and Virginia on the same day. That is one thing that is kind of hard to uh, look past in this case. But other than that, there's a lot to debunk it. So yeah, it was a fun one. Uh, and I'll, I'll see you guys next week. All right, Lauren, thank you very much for that synopsis as always. See, I told you guys, I told you you wouldn't believe it. Can't make Lauren believe anything. Give me one conspiracy theory to convince him on. One thing, he doesn't believe Bigfoot, he doesn't believe aliens, uh, spacecrafts, he doesn't believe the Philadelphia experiment. What do you believe, Lauren? I'm just <laughs> I'm just glad to have you back this week, honestly. <laughs> Appreciate it. But guys, if you enjoy what we're doing here in True Crime Guys Network, please consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash truecrimeguys, and you can get access to everything that we make here on the True Crime Guys platform, from 50-plus vault episodes on True Crime Guys to Patreon exclusives that have never even been on the free feed, uh, with me and Lauren talking uh, talking crimes, talking true crime of all types and all classes. Uh, as well as our Sandu content here where you can hear strange shorts with me and Andy every single Monday on Patreon, not just every fourth episode. And of course, Sandu Stories, our audio drama that we do. It's like a true crime what if, if you will. So all that can be found on patreon.com slash truecrimeguys. Oh, and just the banter with me and Lauren, as well as five-minute murder show that Lauren does bi-weekly. And you can find older episodes on our YouTube channel. Uh, guys, please check us out on YouTube true, at True Crime Guys. Go subscribe to the official U, uh, True Crime Guys YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Links to everything right below the description of this episode, as well as sources if you want to go down your own Philadelphia experiment rabbit hole. Okay? Well, that's pretty much it, guys. And uh, we'll see you next week with a new strange and unexplained case. No, we will not, actually, because it's Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving, okay? It's the one day we're going to take no it's not the one day we're going to take off but we are taking off thanksgiving i'm giving my lovely wife Kristen the week off 
and myself. Spend time with family, okay? Don't be listening to podcasts. But if you want to, you can check out Patreon. There's a shit ton on there that you haven't heard. But anyway, guys, we'll see you uh, in a couple weeks. All right? Until then, be strange. Just don't be strangers. See ya. check out all the other programs on the TCG network. Every Wednesday, a new episode of True Crime Guys proper, Strange and Unexplained on Mondays, and Full House Fantasy Football on Fridays to start your weekend. If those aren't enough, head on over to our Patreon account, where you can have access to hundreds of hours of content, including older episodes and other Patreon exclusives like Strange Shorts, Sandu Stories, Higher Thoughts, and the 5-Minute Murder Show. But until next time, guys, keep creeping. How do you shut this thing off? Over? Oh, shut up, boy.